Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Wow. Check it out, everybody. You know what? You hear the same intro all the time. I'm just going to straight up tell you I'm excited. We're wrapping up calendar year 2021. And, you know, Mike and I have drank so many beers. We visited a ton of breweries. We met a lot of amazing people along the way. And uh, but I got to circle back to the beers. Obviously, that's why we're here. The beers. I don't know. How, the beers. I mean, I don't know how many beers, Mike, that uh, we consumed that didn't show up on the podcast, on Instagram, oh, yeah. on Facebook. Um, plus all the ones, obviously, that we talked about here and made it to the social medias. But man, what a year! It's been fun. You know, this is uh, we started doing this podcast in 2019. And uh, yeah, shortly thereafter, in early 2020, uh, we had uh, the on the onslaught of COVID, and so right. you and I did a lot of stuff throughout the the early stages of that. So uh, this is year number three for you know, I mean, we didn't do all of 2019, but you know, 2019 we did all of 2020, all of 2021, and uh, now we're starting to look at 2022 with season four. So right, right, it's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. So, but really, I mean, we talk about the beer, but I got to circle back to this, dude, the the people, right? Obviously, it takes people to make beer. The craft beer community is incredible. Uh, I can't believe, you know, how many people have taken us in, like some sort of family. And here we are, just a couple of dudes with a podcast. You know, they're like, oh, you like craft beer? Uh, Let's let's have a beer together. Here's a sticker. And uh, you know how it is. No, absolutely. Uh, it's just, it's, I love it, dude. I love it so much. And I love that we get to share our experiences with folks literally around the world via the podcast and uh, especially Instagram. We have our biggest following there, but dude, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I, I really just can't express enough how grateful I am for this opportunity. And uh, it's just for the people that we interact with, right? We right. couldn't do it without them and the listeners. We started off the season three with uh, Parks and Pints. So Ryan and Julie yeah. from Parks and yep. Pints. We had, uh, shortly after that, we had Tex Loves Beer. We uh, welcomed back again, Beer Babe Jess. Um, and that, I think that was uh, episode seven. We had um, a couple of the ladies from the Oklahoma Women's Craft Beer Society, uh, yep. Stacia and Andrea. Uh, then we had uh, Taz from A Girl with a Cider Review, um, at about the midway point. Then we had Jacob Sloan from On Rotation Brewing in Texas. On Rotation, yep. We, we welcomed Tabby Burwell from the Oklahoma Craft Brewers Association. Um, then we had Eric Landis, who owns Tipsy Mule Hops. Jenna Steele from Beer Can Lover. Um, you know, by the time people are listening to this, they'll have already heard that we had Hoppy Hayes on. Uh, for the Christmas special. For the Christmas special, and this is going to be kind yep. of our uh, our last hurrah for the the year. But man, that's that's some awesome people that got we got to bring in and join us, and that's not counting all the different people we've met at different places when we you and I went to different breweries and hung out. So, uh, and and I want to give a, a special shout out. I know that um, you know we have you probably heard the commercial for Smoke Sessions Barbecue um, has been a, a great sponsor and helping us out uh, with that. And a special shout out to uh, Chad and Jesse from Smoke Sessions Barbecue down there in Roy City, Texas. So all the people, right? And uh, it's it's been great. It's been a great ride. This 2021, 
So our, our first episode for this year aired uh, on March 2nd. March 2nd, yep. So we've been recording for like 10 Nine months. months. <laughs> 10 months, yeah. yeah. So we like to take a break, you know, at the beginning of the year, kind of regroup, yeah. uh, especially after the holiday season, and uh, start game planning for the next, you know, set of episodes. Because we don't like to just do stuff willy-nilly. There's a lot of planning that goes into this. And I, th- I think we do a good job with that. Uh, mostly Mike. I, I don't do anything. I just talk, you know. And uh, Mike does literally everything else. He even drinks the beer for me. It's weird. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, <separate laughs> yeah. You know, you know something else we, we forgot to mention is starting this year, we also started the Arkansas Beer Cast, which is our collaboration with the Arkansas Brewers Guild. And, uh, right. you know, we've got we've got one more episode to record for that before the end of the year as well. Um, but, you know, that's that's another thing that uh, and we've kind of plugged some of those in as we've gone along. But um, I was super stoked about having that collaboration with the Arkansas Brewers Guild. And uh, I think the future of that is going to be awesome. We've got a, a, quite a few more breweries to hit before we call it a day, so to speak. But I think it's going to be awesome. I really do. Right, still. Still, ten breweries since May that we visited in person. Right. That's kind of a big deal, and that's again, that's the sister podcast. That's not even the other breweries that we visit, uh, just because we like breweries. Plus, we both travel for our day jobs, <laughs> right. and we get to visit breweries. And then you know we go to Oklahoma City and visit nine breweries in a day because we're awesome. And, and right? which is how we ended up here tonight is because one yeah. of those nine breweries we visited on International Stout Day was Skydance. Skydance. Yes. And and they uh, they opened recently. Uh we met uh Jake and Bobby there. Um and and they showed us around. Uh we we got to get some beer. Uh we met the ladies from the Oklahoma Women's Craft Brewing Craft Beer Society yep. was there. Uh, we met the marketing director or I don't know if she's a director. They they work with a marketing firm uh V Marketing. We met Valona from that. Um, so I think, you know, it was an, it's, it was an awesome experience and you and I snagged some beers and that's what we're doing tonight. We're having a bunch of sky dance beer. We are. And also Mike, kind of a, a sweet segue here. They're also our sticker sponsor for this episode, which, uh, I'm proud to, to help hand these out just because, you know, Bobby and Jake were so good to us, man, just gr- a great couple, super nice people, but we got some stickers to give away. Uh, and just a heads up, you can find Skydance at 1 Northeast 7th Street in Suite A, as in awesome, in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73104. And you can find them at skydancebrewing.com or Skydance Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. So drop us a DM on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Say, hey, give me that sticker. And you have seven days from the release date of this podcast to get us that message. They never last that long, but get us to us quick, and Mike will send you some stickers because never, we love you guys. I don't know if you remember Chris Catan on um, SNL doing the Girl Scout. He's like, "Would you like to buy some cookies?" And I always think about, it, "Would you like to buy? <laughs> would you like to get some stickers?" So, so tonight That's we're awesome. going to do three different rounds, sir. Uh, so that means we're going to try yes. a total of six. Skydance beers. Uh, so I'm going to go through these real quick. Yeah, it's a lot. You ready for this? Are you so ready, ready dude? So <laughs> round one, uh, you're going to have the Res Dog. I'm going to have the Strawberry Moon. And we'll talk a little bit more about these when we get to them. 
uh, round two, I'm going to have the Mosquito Hawk, and you're going to have the White Cloud. And to round it out, round three, ding, 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 you're going to drink Fancy Dance, and I'm going to have Juice Wolves. Juice Wolves. Sounds pretty good. It does sound pretty good. That's a solid lineup, Mike. That's a very solid lineup. So solid. You know, uh, and I've, I've had a couple of, you know, I had a few other beers that I snagged and brought home of theirs. So uh, real quick, I'd like to point out that I, I had their Sovereign Nation recently, which is one of their stouts that they did for the stout day. And uh, it was it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. It was a good beer. Yeah. So. So I think we should get on on this, man. We got we got some we got some beers to drink, some chatting to do. Yeah, man, crack that can, bro. You want you you want me to do it first? Yeah, go ahead. Show all show right. show us all how it's done, because you know you're going to beat me. Wow, that sounded pretty good. That sounded incredible. Here, I'm going to I'm going to try yeah. to match that. That sounded pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, I'll let you determine the winner when you've got it in post and editing and all that. Hmm. Man, I'm already I'm enjoying this. I mean, this is one that I've had before. Oh, I've yeah. had a couple of cans of this in the beer fridge. I remember getting this off the tap at Sky yeah. Dance Brewing. This... Uh... So I, the strawberry moon is a real light beer. Um, the strawberry flavors are very, I don't know, like not faint, but kind of in the background. So you, you get a pretty typical blonde ale with a little bit of strawberries kind of hanging out. Um, this is a well-carbonated beer. Uh, I want to say it's overdone, but it's on the high end. And I think this is definitely a, a beer, kind of like an entry-level beer into the craft beer world of Skydance. Oh, right on. So, yeah, I, I like how uh, we, you know, we already had the beers lined up for tonight, but you gave us a nice light-to-dark setup here mm-hmm. with the beers. And this this first beer is one I would look to drink more in spring and summer because it is so crisp. It's it's very refreshing. Oh, yeah. Crisp you know, it's a blonde ale. It even says it right on the can. So they were uh, right right on point with those descriptive words, those adjectives. But this is definitely a beer I want in the warmer months. I like that it's a little heavier than a Pilsner. You know, I like something a little more substantial. There's it's definitely right. a place for a Pils, but I prefer a, a beer like this, something a little more full-bodied, at least compared to a Pilsner. Yeah, but this is just so, so good, dude. Uh, no, I think you I, said it like it's very crisp. Well, mine is. It's, it's real crisp and refreshing. It's something that this is. It would be a good beer to drink right after you get off the lawnmower, right? Or right after you get done mowing the lawn or weed eating or whatever, you know. So, yeah, tastes good. You, this, you know, some. Oh, go ahead. No, the, the more I drink this, this to me is an outdoor beer. Like I want to be doing something outside. Yeah. Well, that's playing cornhole going on a hike which if anybody's ever seen me obviously big ray doesn't go on many hikes but on on occasion i do and i like to take a couple of beers like this with me or if we go out fishing mike you know if we take your pontoon boat out and do some catfishing or just whatever anything outdoors this beer 
hits that for me, but it also right. speaks to Oklahoma. I drink this beer, and I'm like, I, I want this beer in Oklahoma. Like, somehow the flavor represents the state. I don't know how, <laughs> but it does. That hot breeze in July. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so something, you know, what I was going to bring up is, um, as pe- some people may not know this, Skydance is what they call the mating ritual of the scissor tail flycatcher. Right. So the scissor tail flycatcher is the state bird of Oklahoma. And so they, they, you know, and they, there's a, there, there was a scissor tail brewing, I thought. Um, but you know, being, being born in Oklahoma and spending a lot of time, I, I, the, the scissor tail means something special to me anyway, but sure. um, Skydance, I thought was a cool name. I thought it was a very uh, neat way to honor uh, it's o- the Oklahoma heritage of the brewery. Um, while having a, a unique name. Oh, agreed. Um, so, and, and, and again, like you said, I'll reiterate, we, we, we spent some time with Jake and Bobby there at the brewery and uh, just fantastic people. Uh, we really enjoyed hanging out. Uh, Bobby was uh, kind of gave us the tour, and uh, you know, so she took us around and told us, that, you know, the, the kind of the history and the story of the brewery and what they, what they do and all that. Uh, and it was just, it was just cool. And then, uh, you know, uh, got to, you know, mingle with some folks. Um, glad we had some friends show up. So anyhow, th- this is a really good beer. Uh, like I said, I think it's, so I've, I'm, I've got the strawberry moon and it's 5% uh, ABV. It's just a blonde ale with strawberries in it. And, uh, the strawberries are, uh, you know, in the background, just hanging out. The, the taste is there, but it's, it's much like a strawberry. Like you always expect like strawberries to taste more strawberry than they are. You know what I'm saying? Like if you eat a strawberry, you're like, I kind of thought that would taste more like a stra- more strawberry flavor, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, so I think it's you know it's it's kind of spot on, um, you know. But anyway, it's good. Uh, definitely a, a summertime beer for me. Um, but anyway, anything else with yours? Yeah, so I, mean, I, I think it, it's a fantastic representation of the style. Again, this is a, an American blonde ale, so I, I really like the crispness about it. Has a slight aftertaste. The color is on point, so I can't say anything bad about it. It's a, it's a rock solid beer, you know. Coming in at four point nine percent ABV, super crushable. Definitely a sessionable beer. You can take a six of these out, and I think over the course of an afternoon, enjoy all six of them and not feel bloated. You don't feel bad about yourself. Probably one little snacky snack to go with it. Because I'm gonna be doing stuff outside with it. I need a right. snack. I need some beef jerky. You know, from for maybe the guys from Boozy Jerky, I could definitely uh, use some right. of their jerky. So we got to meet those guys in Oklahoma City as well when we we're hanging out. Mm-hmm. So free plug to Boozy Jerky. They have a great product. Uh, I like to eat it, especially yeah. with a beer like this. So big win-win for Big Ray. Right. So no, well, I'm 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 liking this a lot. If you can't tell. Well, as you uh, kind of finish your can off there, I was gonna I was gonna kind of bring up the fact that um, so Skydance, uh, you know, is it the owners are Native American uh, heritage of Native American heritage, and they actually uh, were a part of the National Collaboration of Native Land IPA, which is an endeavor by Bow and Arrow Brewing, and Bow and Arrow has gotten a lot of uh, well deserved uh, recognition and press uh, over the last couple of years, but. Um, so they had this, this, this beer was available, this recipe was available to everybody. 
Uh, and so Skydance did it. And, you know, what the big deal was they got the recipe. And then when they canned it, they had to put the, um, the names of the ancestral lands where they're at. So, like, for, for Skydance, it was like Wichita, Comanche, Kawa, Apache, and Osage tribes um, were in, you know, as far as the, the land uh, there, the ancestral lands. So it was really cool, that part of it. And then they donated uh, proceeds, and not, I don't know the percentage by any means, but they donated proceeds to uh, an, an eagle uh, aviary there in Oklahoma, which is I think is so cool, man. Um, that is cool. So anyway, I just uh, I remember t- talking to uh, Valona, who is uh, their marketing person with V Marketing, and she was telling me about that. You know, I was, I was like, that is, you know, like, again – it's those little things about these breweries that they, 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 they find a, a niche and they, they give back. And it seems like every brewery does that in some capacity, whether it's one thing or another, they, they find something and there, there's more to it than being a business. There's more, you know, it's, it's a business. Sure. It's a place. It's a, you know, it's a place for people to gather and get to know each other. Yes. And then they keep adding on. They, they also give back to the community. They also donate to their certain causes. And I love that. Love it, love it, love it. So anyway, uh, Skydance participated in that. It's the Native Land IPA. You can check that out. Just you know, Google it up or whatnot. Yes. It, you know, I gotta, I'm going to circle back to my beer here, Mike. And this isn't going to dovetail completely well with this. But I'm drinking, again, the Res Dog. Yeah. And a brewery in Oklahoma City. So obviously it's in Oklahoma, but it, I have to bring this up as well. The TV show called Reservation Dogs shows up on Hulu and I believe FX. And so every time I see this name on the can, I, I think of this show that was filmed here, uh, directed by a dude from Oklahoma, which I think is super cool. So it just, I think it one speaks to the talent of the folks that live here, the storylines of you know folks who are from Oklahoma who have ancestral background here and I think it's super cool that, that some of that stuff is being highlighted uh, in the mainstream now so yeah. if you haven't seen that show I recommend it I say I uh, grab a res dog beer and enjoy the TV show reservation dogs you know this again free plug that's not sponsored I just think it's cool that we have all this amazing stuff right. here in Oklahoma and it, it's it's being broadcast it's being shared so right. I, I I'm a fan of that so I kind of went fanboy a bit Sure. But is what it is. So you're drinking the, the Res Dog that's American Blonde at 4.9%. Um, you got to think of a rating and a song to pair with that. Um, I, I'll, yep. I'll go first if you'd like me to. Yeah, do it. So uh, I'm drinking Strawberry Moon. It's at 5%. And I, I think, Ray, you're probably expecting me to go with Strawberry Wine by Dina Carter. But I'm not going to. Because you've already used that song. Right. Uh, because it's a good song, <laughs> but I'm going to go, it just, and, and there may be a theme to my that picks tonight. Uh, cause I, I got, I have a feeling I'm going to go with Brooks and Dunn neon moon. Um, I, I think, you know, that's a, it's an early nineties country song. Loved it. I like, I like the tune. I like their music. Uh, so I'm going to go with neon moon by Brooks and Dunn. And then I'm going to give this beer a seven out of 10. I think it's good. Um, you know, the, to me, seven out of ten is a is just a, a good beer, so I'm going to give it a right. seven out of ten. So, what about go. you? What about Res Dog, yo? So, I got to ask you a question before we move on. Yeah, ask away. Uh, are Are you on TikTok at all? 
No, I don't. I don't have TikTok. It's because I'm a. I'm a. Okay. I'm an adult. Oh, okay. Well, I'm an adult, <laughs> I'm just, and uh, I'm just I've, kidding with you. I find myself scrolling through videos sometimes on TikTok. I see so many like military videos, and which I love. I like the little one minute tutorials. Uh, so I, I really get into that, especially like the cooking stuff. But anyway, the song Neon Moon wound up being in some like little TikTok dancing trend this year. It kind of caught on. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. So any case, you picked the song, Mike, that was brought back to life in 2021 via TikTok. Hey, I'll take it. You know, it's a it was a it's a quality, dude. I just remember like it was like the opening like when the sun goes down on my side of town. I just love it. Right, lonesome villain comes to my door. My whole world turns blue. Blue. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna dive into rating the song pairing, Mike. I'm gonna (laughs) give this beer a solid eight out of ten. This really spoke to my taste, bros. Again, super crushable, very palatable, palatable, easy to drink. A lot of great flavor. And again, solid representation of style. This again being an American Blondale. And Mike, I'm going country with you on this one, bro. That doesn't happen very often. But again, I was thinking about being outside. And yeah. Brad Paisley is one of my dudes in country music. And I'm thinking of uh, Mud on the Tires. Because I could totally see me going mudding with some of these beers and just hooting and hollering out in a pasture somewhere. Just like, woo! That's a great song. It is a great song. Man, that is a great song. I now I've got that stuck in my head too. I've got a some little big mud news. on the tires. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've got some big Sorry. news. Bank finally came through. I'm holding the keys to a brand new Chevrolet. Isn't that how it goes? I've had I had a couple beers, so. so I'm singing tonight. Yeah, hey, it's all good. I can't say the Christmas special, like no shame. I caught such a buzz and I wound up grabbing a guitar and, and I didn't even remember did. that until I edited the episode and I was like, oh my gosh, like this actually happened. So we'll have to make sure we don't have a repeat of that tonight, Mike. No, it's all right. We're good. <laughs> I've got this, so, you know, because it's been warmer out, I've got this fly buzzing around. It's like, he's, a, he's attacking me. He's not happy that I'm happy. So me and him are about to go to war. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's unseasonably warm this year in our part of the country. Very, I, uh, very strange. I was watching the weather today, and it's like it's going to be um, a uh, record-breaking uh, high on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. Which means it's probably going to be like in the seventies. Right. Oh, man. So. so. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, to kind of before we go to our next round here, because we're about to go to break, you had the Res Dog. It's an American Blonde at four point nine percent. You gave it an eight out of ten, and you paired it with Brad Paisley's Mud on the Tires. Great song. I had Strawberry Moon. It's a blonde air with blonde L with strawberries at five percent. I paired it with Brooks and Dunn Brooks and Dunn's Neon Moon and gave it a seven out of ten. So, uh, pr- pretty good. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and when we get back, we're going to have a uh, white cloud of Belgian wheat uh, from Skydance, obviously. And then I'm going to have the mosquito hawk, which is an amber ale. And we'll be back right after this.
Mike, are you ready to dive into another set of beers from Skydance? I am ready to drink beer. All right, so am I, dude. I want to open my can first this time. I'm just going to jump right in, dude. No oh, hesitation. Yeah. Do it. Oh, my God. That's a beer gasm. Beer gasm. All right, I'm going to one up you. You ready? Do it. Are you ready to get one upped? I am. I mean, you're kind of used to that, right? It's true. You get used to getting one upped all the time. Yeah. Always. Like on everything. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you get one upped on, like, growing nose hairs. No, I pretty much dominated that, unfortunately. <laughs> all, right. all right, here we go. I'm just talking a lot of trash. Oh, that wasn't that bad. I mean, that wasn't that great. There was no, there was no to it, so. Right. You probably won that one. Yay. All right, here we go. This is much hoppier than I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm in. Let's do this. All right. All right. I'm going to read what it says about it because it has a little thing on on the can. Ready for, to the dismay of our founder, a crane fly, a.k.a. mosquito hawk, found its way into the fermentation vessel of the very first homebrew batch of this amber ale. Fears of an infected, fears of an infection set aside, the beer tasted great. That first batch went on to win two medals in the national competitions. So in honor of that first crane fly sacrificing itself for a bigger cause, we present to you the mosquito hawk amber ale. I guess now you got to go collect mosquito hawks and have them in every... Boil, right? Right. Man, oh man. All right, so I'm having uh, Mosquito Hawk. It's an Amber Ale at 5.9%. Ray, over there, you've got White Cloud. It's a Belgian wheat-style beer at 5.4%. Yes, and I'm glad you read that on the side of the can because, you know, yeah. every can of beer they have has a small story. Yeah. I wish I to, to go along with the name. One, but. So I, I think that's a pretty cool little thing, man. It's right. it's there, so you see it, but it's not. it doesn't take away from the can art. It really just kind of fits in. Uh, but I think it's cool that they have that. Get a little bit of history, some extra knowledge to go with your craft beer. I think that's awesome. Well, so, you know, kind of with that is there, we didn't talk about the can art on the last one, but um, their, their can art is pretty simplistic, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's It's pretty straight to the point. It's not... Uh, the can art is not busy, uh, so they do have a little bit of room to play with a small story like that, and I think it works well. Um, you know, their logo stands out. It's pretty uh, straightforward as far as beer naming. Uh, and you've got a, like on this, it says Amber Ale. It's multi-balanced, smooth, 12 fluid ounces, 5.9% ABV. So I think, you know, it's pretty straightforward. I like the fact that their can art's a little bit more straightforward. And it allows for some fun stuff like little stories cool is that it's very cool you know what, what else is, what is cool mike what does your story oh, say read it to us so i will read it and again this is off the white cloud the belgian style wheat beer so white cloud mahaska or white cloud was a leader of the iowa people during a difficult time in the early 1800s he believed the only way for his people to survive was by cooperating with the u.s government he even helped a u.s general arrest an Iowa man for murder. 
That man eventually escaped prison and brutally murdered White Cloud. His cooperation with the U.S. was not always popular, but the Iowas did indeed survive and are now thriving in Kansas and Oklahoma. Oh, man. That's like a sad but, you know, strong story of survival. Right. Um, Just goes to show, like, I mean, and and I think we've talked about it. I'm not Native American by any means. Um, But it goes to show, like, you know, what those folks have been through throughout history. You know, I I live in Arkansas, and the the Trail of Tears came right through this area, through the Arkansas River Valley. Uh, You're there in Oklahoma, and, you know, um, we both went to school in Oklahoma, and and there's a lot of history there and some very, very sad things that happen. And uh, it makes me happy that, you know, people still hold on to that heritage, that culture, and it survived, and people are celebrating it now. I think, oh, I think that's that's all the right things to say. I mean, like I just, I think the other part about it is, you know, you know, because we we both grew up in that area. Or, or I say grew up. We both a high school in that area, and we we know a lot of these people that are Native American, and you know they're good people. And to think about what you know their ancestors had to survive, um, just you know, it blows my mind that that you know they're they're such survivors. I guess. You know, anyway, my heart goes yeah, out to them and all that kind of stuff. But anyhow, that's a that's a cool story. Uh, I don't want to get bummed because cool we're talking about we're talking about beer and beer is cool. So I don't get bummed beer is out. cool. So, so on a positive note, something yeah. I do enjoy, just like Reservation Dogs show on Hulu and FX. The thing is that these stories are getting out about people, real people, and I feel like stigmas are being broken. And some folks in the native community are becoming mainstream. And you know what? About damn time. And I think it's cool. And I right. think it's awesome that we get to witness that in our backyard. So I like it. Yeah. I like history. I, I like a good story. And I like to see people right. treated equally and with respect in a, in a lot of ways, in my opinion. If this is just my opinion, I think it's long overdue. So positive too, for me, like but the, back uh... to the beer. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you. Yeah, off. that's what I say. No, what I, I good segue actually. Because so I think, like you know, I think that's the great thing about beer is it brings people together, and I think beer people are so inclusive and and so focused on making sure that people feel comfortable and people feel welcomed and included and in, and in all those things. Every brewery I've been to, every person I've met in the beer industry has you know whether it's the you know talking about like the the, the Me Too movement or the Black Lives Matter or like all across the board, right? And, and uh, it's it's all about making sure that people are supported uh, and that we can support different people for different things. And I love it. And I think that also goes yes. whether it's Skydance or we talked about bow and arrow brewing as well um, just a few seconds before or in the last segment. Native Americans are on the scene with beer as well. And I think that yep. – that says it all. And they're making good beer, apparently, because I'm really enjoying this. Oh, same. same. So I got to tell you a little bit about this Belgian-style wheat, man. Uh, of course, I like wheat beers. Who doesn't drink craft beer and not enjoy a wheat beer? I don't know many folks that don't, if any. But one thing I like about this is it says, even right on the can, it's brewed with coriander and orange zest. I really like the light citrusy notes that shine through on this 
and this isn't the first wheat beer to put orange zest uh, in in the mix, but this is it. It's just enough. It just gives you that extra little dance on the tongue here, and I like it. I like it a lot. You know, five point four percent ABV, another totally crushable option. It's light bodied, carbonated very well. Lots of flavor. And this is going to go with so many, again, outdoor activities in my mind <laughs> and so much food pairings available with this because, you know, before in, in episodes gone by, we did food pairings. Right. And, you know, my top three was always hot wings, tacos, <laughs> and like nachos or cheese fries, something like that. That seemed yeah. to come up so much. And this right. beer makes me want a little bit of all of those like right now. It's like I want so much food, dude. Right. My beers reminded me of like a, a summertime fire pit in the evening. So it's starting to cool off a little bit mm. in the heat and you're sitting around right. a fire pit or a small campfire and you're, you can drink several of these. Um, so the, the mosquito Hawk Amber ale, uh, it's got a, a little bit of a malty biscuity type, uh, flavor to it. Um, it's got a, like a, a medium to light. It's on the light side of medium bodied, I would say, but again, I'll, I'll say it again. And, um, I looked it up. It's Amarillo hops. So the, this is for an Amber ale Ooh. to me, this is a little bit more hoppy than I expected. It tastes great. Right. Um, but it, the, the hoppiness does come through a little bit. So I think that this is an Amber ale for people that are interested in uh, a little bit more hoppy flavors. And, and the Amarillo has, what I like about the Amarillo hops is it does have some unique flavors and I, I see more and more people using Amarillo hops. Um, throughout their throughout different beers now and I'm, I'm enjoying that as well so uh do, so I, I, you know we're getting at that point where we got to give it a rating and a song do you want to go first or second yeah i'll go first this time yeah do it let's hear it so i'm going to give this beer another eight it's speaking to my taste bros i like it a lot and random thing here i, I think I, i've been inspired to try something new with this beer and i think the next time i cook dinner i'm going to make hot wing nachos like I'm just gonna fry some hot wings, put some Frank's Red Hot on it, and just put that on top of my nachos. That I've never good. seen that in my life. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna drink a couple of these while I'm at it. I may have to take a picture and send it to Jake and Bobby. I'm like, look, guys, you all inspired me. <laughs> they're they're inspirational folks, so they they, they enjoy are. that. Yeah. So eight out of ten. Yep. Eight Who out of ten. Song? My song pairing is gonna be called "From Yesterday" by a band called Thirty Seconds to Mars. Okay, 30 seconds I know. to Mars yep. from yesterday. So you've heard of Jared Leto, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah he's the lead singer of that band. Okay. So he was, super talented, super talented individual. Um, I watched a, I watched a movie. It was him. He was, it's called like, I think it was called The Little Things, but it was Denzel, Jared Leto, and there's somebody else in there. But anyway, Denzel and Jared Leto were the, the main two guys. Who else was, who else was that? But it was really, really good. Uh, super impressed. Um, so anyway, you get 8.10, 30 seconds to Mars from yesterday. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, so I'm gonna, what do you got first? <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I'm going to give this beer a 7.5 out of 10. Um, I think it's, it's a pretty normal beer, but I do like the fact that the hops kind of bring a different uh, angle to this. So I'm going to bump it up a little bit. You know what the heck with it? I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I think it's I think it was there deserves you go. that. Um and you know what? As I was drinking it, you'll never guess what song popped into my head. 
I'm Take gonna a guess. guess. Yellow from Coldplay. No. Good song, oh. but that wasn't it. Eddie Rabbit, I Love a Rainy Night. Wow. Okay. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. I well, I was so what's funny about that is that uh so it, it popped into my head. I'm like, why on earth is this song popping in my head? And uh I and I don't know the answer to that, but um I'm gonna go with it because we talked about Eddie Rabbit toward the beginning of the season <laughs> for episode one of season three with, <laughs> yes. with Parks and Pines. We talked with about Parks Eddie and Rabbit. Yeah. And so maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's something subliminal or something like that. But I, I'm sure. gonna stick with it. I'm gonna go with Eddie Rabbit. I love a rainy night. Go for it, man. Because I can. Because it's it's my beer and I can do what I want. So right? like, I was hoping you would have picked because the Amarillo hops. <laughs> right. And this being an amber ale, I'm like, there's so much yellow. Right. Like, and that's why I went the way I went. I was hoping. Oh, sure. You just did yellow lead better, you know, not too long ago. Right. You know, of course, there's Yellow Submarine, uh, you know, from the Beatles. I was like, well, what's the next song I could think of that with yellow in it? I don't think you'll ever hear me pick a Beatles song. I know. You're not a big Beatles fan. Uh, it just they're just the so anyway, you know they were only together or active as a as a group for ten years. It just so this, the yeah. the fact that they were only active for ten years as a group and the fact that as as the 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 name anyway it's it's just I am impressed by their staying yeah. power. Sure. So, anyway, I mean, so they, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's good for them. Um, so you had the white cloud, uh, 5.4%. You gave it an eight and you paired it with 30 seconds of Mars. Their song is called from yesterday. I had the mosquito Hawk. It's a 5.9% Amber ale. Uh, I gave it an eight out of 10 and I paired it with Eddie rabbits. I love a rainy night. Um, so we only got one more beer to drink. And so after we're going to take a short break and after that, Ray's going to drink a hazy IPA, and I'm going to drink a strawberry milkshake IPA to kind of round this podcast out. What do you think, Ray? I think I'm excited. All right. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. Welcome back. Here we go. Part three of three. We're going to close this episode out with my favorite style of beer, IPAs. Mm. Uh, yeah. You've got an hazy. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, I really like hazies, man. I, I, you know, at first when they, when they first got popular, I was just kind of like, ah, this isn't what I want from an IPA. But the more I drank them, they, they just kind of grew on me. Yeah. 
I, I can't help, but every time I see Hazy IPA, I think of Beer Babe Jess because I know that's one of her favorite styles of beer. That's that's her jam for real. Yeah. So when when I see it, I, you know, most of the time I'm like, oh, I wonder if, wonder how hate or wonder how Beer Babe Jess would rate this haze. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. It so, is. Yeah. Well, and I've got the I've got a milkshake IPA, a strawberry milkshake IPA. So. That's, I won't, I won't give anything away, but I've had a couple of those. Yeah. So, but I want to hear what you have to say about it. So I'm going to keep my, my trap shut. Well, I think you should open your beer first. Okay. Okay. Ray went right for it. That sounded pretty good. Not messing around, Mike. Yeah. All right, sir. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I've had two lackluster openings. I just didn't have the pop, but you know, you get now you, you know get. how I feel every episode. <laughs> right? The um, you know, I I really enjoy the, the uh, milkshake IPAs. I think it's a it's one of those trends that I'm glad um, came around because uh, I think it helps me enjoy more IPAs. Well, there you go. The more IPAs. Yeah, so tell me about what you're drinking there, sir. You've got the Fancy Dance uh, 6.8. Fancy Dance, it is 6.8% ABV. It's rocking steady with Citra, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops. Mm-hmm. So Mosaic, obviously, very, very, I say obviously, not everybody knows, but Mosaic is definitely one of the big name, more popular hop varieties out there. Citra, right up there with it. And Simcoe is another big name hop as well. So very, very fantastic hop variety. Now this is a hoppy. It's more hoppy than I expected from a hazy. Okay. So usually the the bitters are dialed down just a little bit. Uh, You get more of the the citrusy notes. So here I'm definitely getting some extra citrus. But man, the, the hoppiness is still there, dude. Like I... I'm liking this. This sort of beer definitely speaks to my taste bros. Uh, I want to say I'm getting, you know, it's going to sound so, so boilerplate for this, but some orange tangerine flavors are coming through a little bit of pininess, which I really enjoy. It's a little bready. So definite classic flavor profile for an IPA. Well, good. It's like the the basic white man's mimosa over there. I'll wear that hat. I'm cool with it. I'll enjoy that beer. Well, so I've got Juice Wolves. Uh, It's batch uh, two of the Juice Wolf series, I guess. It's a strawberry milkshake IPA. So it's got the lactose and whatnot in it. Um, So, you know, I had the, the strawberry blonde start the episode and uh the the strawberries were what i would call dialed back and this has got a little bit more of a strawberry forward flavor to it it's uh it's 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 really good i mean it's um you know it's exactly what i expected it to be to be honest and i like that so it's got you know it's got a little bit more of that creamy mouthfeel um you know, it's the, the hops are not very forward in this. I mean, they're they're present, but it's not super 
hoppy, uh, which is I appreciate. And uh, and, and again, the strawberry is is a little bit more present, and it just it it tastes good. This is definitely, um, you know, what I would call a dessert beer for IPA folks, or you know, even for people that enjoy sours like the fruited sours. I think they would be in on this too. So it's really good. And uh, so it doesn't have the little story on the can, though. Oh, so, really? Yeah, right. You know, it, and maybe I'm wrong, right? So I, I, I'm going to throw this out there, and I think it was for this beer. Maybe it was another one. And, you know, I don't remember because I drank a lot that night, Mike. I'll be honest. Sure. Um, but I was this like the, the beer where they did the rotating fruit flavors with? Mm-hmm. Is that so? I can see yeah. that with the, like this round, like you said, it was round two, it being strawberry. But I think once they do a like a batch or a small batch with this, they keep it a milkshake IPA, but they put a different fruit flavor in it. Right. Because I think the first one was a pineapple. Okay. Yeah, and I think it. So I and we didn't get to try the pineapple one, but I I would imagine I like pineapple, so I I'd imagine too. I'd be down with that one too. Uh, right. but this one's really good. Um, yeah, what were you saying? So no, I'm just saying I I like that too. I like pineapples. What you reading over there? So I'm looking at because I have the story on this can, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Yeah, the fancy dance created in Oklahoma by two young Ponca tribal members in the 1920s. The fancy dance is an astonishing display of athleticism, precision, and flashy regalia performed at powwows all over North America. From the colors of the can to the powerful array of aromas and flavors in this New England IPA, Fancy Dance is our tribute to this tradition and the culture it helps preserve. Nice. Did I ever tell you, so like, you know, going to school in Oklahoma, you, you and I both have been to many different powwows and um, definitely cool experience for anybody that's never been had that. Um, I was in Kentucky and which has some some Native American history to it, obviously. Um, but I went to a powwow and I was just, it, it was a very different feeling, a different experience. And I was just kind of, I was like, man, that's not like the powwows back home. <laughs> but I was, I was, I was kind of like a snobby about the powwow experience. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's all right, but it's not like the right, powwows back home. No, so, they go all out here, bro. Yeah. I remember it's like a big yeah. deal. Well, I don't, I don't know if you were there or not, but Ron and Maggie Gurley and Ron's uh native American as well. He took us to one and uh, you know, this was, I don't even remember what it may have been like in, it's somewhere around Tahlequah. I don't remember. This is, you know, t- over 20 years ago at this point. Uh, but I just remember I was like, this is so cool. And like, you know, I'm country bumpkin, uh, you know, green behind, you know, wet behind the ears, whatever you want to call it. But I thought it was just such a cool thing. And, um, and I, I don't, I don't remember. I, I want to say, uh, there's some people that were there with us that, you know, but it was so cool. And then there was several of them when I went to Oklahoma state as an undergrad, I went to several powwows, um, in and around that area. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's cool. 
and it's definitely – I would encourage anybody has never – anybody that's never been to one, they need to make it a point. It's like they, that and a rodeo. you got to go to a powwow and a rodeo to yes. get your Oklahoma credentials. Right. No, I agree with that. Even if you're not really into either one of those, you need to experience it. Right. Right? So, yeah, anyway. So – I like um, – so, Yeah, go ahead. It's – I'm such a foodie, Mike. Like, my favorite thing about a powwow – is fry bread and Indian tacos. Yeah. So I, I personally am not Native American, but whenever I go to a powwow, that's like my thing. It's like I got to get my fry bread and I need my Indian tacos because both of them are so good. I have no shame in saying that. I indulge. Right. Well, I mean, my favorite. I I, I think my favorite part was you know they got the drum circle mm. um, that just goes and goes and goes and goes and then, yes. Um, that was so, it's such a, you know, um, I don't know. It's so cool. I, like, I don't know how to pronounce I don't know how to de- pronounce it. I don't know how to describe it other than like, it's such a cool experience. And then you've got people that, you know, during different times, they, the different dancers get in there and do their thing. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's, again, there's no other way to describe it other than it's, it's a cool experience. And I would encourage everybody to do it more than once. Go to different tribes. Yeah, I think so. Different powwows. But I like it because me not knowing any better, especially those drum circles, because a lot of times it's like elders, right, in a group that are sitting around and uh, they're they're beating the drum, and the songs that they sing, in uh, their their native language, that really makes me think these are sounds that would have been created hundreds of years ago, right? So what you're hearing and experiencing is like real life history, but like right now. And I'm like, dude, that's legit. Cause there's no speakers, right. there's no microphones. It's just whatever audio or sound that's created from them doing it in that moment. And it's like, that's, that for me is pretty cool. Right. Dude, it's absolutely. one thing to get a recording or something. It's like, no man, this is like, uh, it's a thing. And so I'm kind of getting excited about it. I'm with you, but it's like, that's, you know, that, that's cool. So I think this is the time to, I, I know we've talked about it a little bit, is um, we've both done a DNA test. And like all my life, I grew up people telling me I was Native American. And I just believed it. And then I did the DNA test. And, and I've told you this many times, but I am not Native American. I am 0.0% Native American. I'm 1% African, by the way. Right. No, that's cool, too. Yeah. So it's, very, you know, that's different. But 0% Native American. And like one of my uncles was like arguing with me over it. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> like somebody just lied or, science, or made it bro. up or whatever it may be. But yeah. it's one of those things. I'm not going to continue perpetuating something if it's not true. You know, I think sure. it's cool. Native American culture and heritage is awesome. Um, but unfortunately that's not part of my DNA past, but um, just like I'm not Irish either. And I still like enjoy Irish culture and you know heritage and all that. And, you know, sure. respect it and enjoy it and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and I think that's the point, right? It's just uh, celebrating our differences and enjoying, you know, enjoying those differences and the things that come along with that. No, I agree. And I was very surprised because, you know, I did 23 and me and Ancestry both, the DNA test, and uh, both of them show me about 1% Native American, which uh, I was completely oblivious to. And I have no idea what tribe. That it, it doesn't break it down to that level on either of those platforms. Yeah. But I thought it was pretty cool. Like, 
I'm not going to pursue that. I mean, it's 1%. I just think it's cool to know that I have some sort of DNA history that's associated right. with that, even that small of a percentile. Right. That's cool. It's almost as cool as this beer, Ray. I, I like my beer a lot. Yeah, well, good. Because uh, I think, not largely because of me, but I think because of this podcast, and I'm always tossing you IPAs, you've probably had more than you ever really wanted to. <laughs> so, And I know that's yeah. not your go-to style, but whenever you find one that you enjoy, sure. that really kind of makes me happy on the inside. I'm not afraid to say that. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, no, no, it was earlier today. So I had an old Rasputin. And, uh, oh, right. And I was like, you know what? I drink all my stouts and my lagers off podcast because Ray's always dragging us into the IPA <laughs> land. So, which is whatever. But I was, I was laughing about that. So, um, anyway, no, it's fine. You know, the thing is, is um, I prefer lagers and stouts to other styles, but uh, IPA is, is the style that a lot of people, enjoy. you know, you're not alone. You're, you know, it's a very popular style, the different uh, variants of that as well. So I get it. I get it. And then, uh, you know, I, I enjoy exploring those as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think it was untapped that released this uh, last week, like the top 10 beer styles again in the U S and I think at least five of those were, an IPA or an IPA variant. Yeah. No that surprise, but like me. hazies are still in the top 10. Like it's still yeah. a thing. It's not a fad. It's not a phase. Yeah. They're here to stay, dude. Yeah, no doubt. So I have to look that up. That's cool. I mean, yeah, you got the hazy IPAs, the West Coast IPAs, the, the, the New England APA, IPA. I mean, like the, the Brutes, the, you know, the milkshake IPAs. I mean, you just got them all. So. And I've really gotten into triple IPAs lately. Oh, yeah. Oof. And I know. Yeah, the doubles I, and the triples. And, which is, I know we're talking about Skydance here, but, you know, I was in Virginia last week again on business, and I brought back eight pints of beer. That's all I had to, the, the wait for to put in my suitcase before I got charged that extra $100. Uh, so I brought back eight pints, and all eight of them, Mike, are IPAs. And, <laughs> yeah, because uh, surprise. surprise and uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to give you a handful of those to try. But sorry, dude, all IPAs, but they're from two fantastic breweries. And I don't want to call them out here because this is all about Skydance. But I think you'll be excited to to try at least one of these, if nothing else, for the can art. Right. Because well, one of them know, has something... a sea turtle on it. I, I'm all about I'm all about sea turtles. <laughs> I love me sea turtles. That's why I try not to use straws. Um. Oh, I was going to say so one so. You posted a picture, uh, I'm not sure if it was yesterday before, about your at beer advent calendar from the Oklahoma Craft Beer yes. Association. I haven't got into mine yet. And so here you know, here we are. It's it's December uh, 21st while we're recording this. I haven't opened mine yet. So I think I'm going to wait till the day oh. after Christmas and go through them because we got the 12 beers, right? Right. Um, but I've just... I've just in, in all honesty, uh, and I've told you this before, I'm trying to clear out my beer fridge so I can have an sure. excuse to buy more beer. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm having trouble. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, like, how am I not through all this beer yet? So uh, I've still got probably a dozen beers in my beer fridge in my office, and I've got a dozen more probably in the beer fridge in a garage that I got to drink before I get to the dozen that came in the, the advent calendar. <laughs> right. Good you know Lord. what's funny, Mike, is uh, even in in my advent calendar, 
Um, one of my beers that I posted on Instagram was the Res Dog from Skydance Brewing. Uh-huh. And you can see that if you look us up on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you can see that photo. I'm wearing a Santa hat. And like I said, I was gone on business last week, so I was behind opening some of these. So I opened up seven at once and had my own little celebration because I was excited to open seven beers in a day. And uh, yeah, so Skydance was among those. I thought that was pretty fun. Well, yeah, you know, and, and, uh, and I think the, you know, Skydance is uh, coming on the scene. Uh, we've had, you know, we'll talk about a rating and a song pairing here in just a second. Yep. But, uh, you know, it seems to me like the Oklahoma craft beer scene is coming along pretty well. Um, I thought the advent calendar was a fantastic idea as far as a fundraiser and a support for the Oklahoma Craft Brewers Association. Um, and, and we had Tabby on on a previous episode. Uh, she's she's pretty cool. I think she's doing great things with them. So uh, I was happy to to get that advent calendar and support that. And then um, I can tell everybody that I'll be posting those on a regular basis shortly after Christmas and uh, see what we find out because I'm going to do little reviews of them. And, uh, Yay. Yeah. I'm going I'm to do my own, like, uh, Mike's shorties. I don't know. I don't know if I'll do oh, an audio version. Do it, man. I'll Those shorties turned out to be popular little episodes, by the uh, way. Dude, you know, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. Not, not surprised. I'm not. I say surprised. I'm not su- surprised that people like them. I'm surprised that they're doing as well as they are. Right. Yeah. So, and they were actually really fun to record. Like, that was yeah. a lot of fun. It's what we're doing anyway, but just to have that short little snippet. Right. And give somebody a little extra craft beer nugget of awesomeness, you know, midweek. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh let's get a rating on these beers, sir. Yes. You've got the the fancy dance. It's a hazy IPA at six point eight percent. Well, what kind of rating you can give that, and what kind of song are you gonna go with it? Yeah. So I would give this one an eight point five, and I would have rated it higher if I had more citrusy, fruity notes. Now, when I see hazy on the can, I really expect a lot of citrusy fruity notes and where they were there i didn't get as much as i wanted so i think if there were was more of that i would have given it a nine which is a really high score Um, but still i think this deserves an 8.5 out of 10 absolutely belongs on the craft beer bucket list but this beer you know i'm not much of a dancer honestly (laughs) Um, i try i make wild attempts but this song uh I, i picked for this is called suit and tie by Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, suit and tie. All right. Yeah, man. And so it's like just drinking this beer. It's like, you know what? Uh, it talks about being all dressed up in black and white. But yeah. I can see myself going to a, a dance. I've got some a, a good-sized group of friends here in Tulsa that that loves to blues dance. And I go hang out with them. And they let me uh, be a total wallflower. Because they're my friends. They let me hang out. Yeah. Um, but I could see myself with a handful of these enjoying myself uh, with all my friends out dancing while I look awkward standing in the corner, not dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm a wallflower. I mean, I, I know you and I used to go out to the uh, different places when we were young. And uh, mostly because, I mean, you're you're a hardcore extrovert, and uh, that's one of the reasons I think we get along is because I'm not. And uh, anyway... I'm definitely a wallflower. I, you know, I, I don't mind getting on the dance floor. In fact, uh, I remember going to, uh, was it Caravan? 
caravan. The caravan, yes, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, but I remember our, you know, Denise, my friend Denise would pull me on the yeah. dance floor and make me dance, and it, it was I was just like, ah, you know, once I was out there or whatever. But anyway, I'm definitely not. Uh, I mean, the, the club dancing scene is not my my jam, so I'm definitely a wallflower when it comes to that. Right. So anyway, I feel. No, like I understand. As extroverted as I am, I'm kind of like that just because I honestly don't really know how to dance, so I just don't do it. Never really learned. I get a few beers in and I try just because I'm having a good time. Sure. And then I just like a beluga out of water. It's like, oh, God, help him. Somebody save him. Beluga. (laughs) Wow. I'm just being silly. But I want to hear your song and your your rating, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, So I had the, the Juice Wolves. Batch two, it's the strawberry milkshake IPA at, uh, uh, what's ABV on this? Where's it at? I just had it and I lost it. 7% ABV. So, um, I think it's really good. I'm going to, I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Um, you know, I think it, I think it's a high quality beer. The, the song that I'm going to pair with it is from, it's an old song from 1966. I had to look this up because I remember okay. My mom had the 45 of this, and uh, wow. we used to listen. Yeah, we used to listen. It's called Little Red Riding Hood. It's by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Have you ever heard the song? Yeah, I do. I know exactly what song that Little is. Little Red Riding Hood, you sure are looking good. You're everything a big bad wolf could want. Oh. So anyway, it's something like that. Um, so anyway, like, uh, my mom has passed away, but you know, there's certain things you hold on to these memories and and that's one of mine is, you know, my mom was always loved music and she had like, uh, she actually enjoyed the Beatles, which is kind of funny, uh, to me, uh, cause I don't, but you know, she, she liked Elvis. Uh, she liked all these old, like Sam, the Sham, the Pharaohs, uh, Tom Petty, different stuff, but. I remember we, I don't know whatever, if I ever find a 45 of that, I'm probably going to snag it just for memory's sake. But, um, so it's Sam, the Sham and the Pharaohs. It's a little red riding hood and uh, it came out in 1966. So, and, uh, I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. It's a good beer. Excellent. That is, that's awesome, man. Also on the craft beer bucket list, Mike. Right. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so do you want me to give us a, a recap real quick? Yeah. Give us a quick recap, Mike. Sure. Uh, so Ray and I were proud to have an all Skydance Brewing episode for our last episode of 2021. Uh, again, we want to thank uh, Bobby and Jake uh, for the hospitality while we were there. Uh, thank them for the beers. Uh, thank them for uh, just being good folks and uh, really welcoming, welcoming us in while we were there. So we had six beers. We each had three. Round one, Ray had the Res Dog. It's an American Blonde at 4.9%. He gave it an 8 out of 10 and paired it with Brad Paisley's Mud on the Tires. Great song, by the way. I had Strawberry Moon. Uh, it's, it's at 5% ABV. I paired it with Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn and gave it a 7 out of 10. Both of those go on the craft beer bucket list. Then for round two, I had the Mosquito Hawk Amber Ale at 5.9%. I paired it with Eddie Rabbit, I Love a Rainy Night. Gave it an 8 out of 10. You had the White Cloud. It's a Belgian wheat-style beer. Uh, it's 5.4%. You gave it an 8 out of 10 and paired it with 30 Seconds to Mars. Their song is called From Yesterday. And that's another song I'm going to have to check out. And then finally, round three. 
Ding, 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 ding. You had the Fancy Dance Hazy IPA at 6.8% and gave it an 8.5, and you paired it with Justin Timberlake's Suit and Tie. Now, there's a song I've heard of, sir. Uh, you come in with your 30 right. seconds of Mars that I'd never heard of, and then you come in with another. So anyway. Uh, and finally, I had the Juice Wolves uh, Strawberry Milkshake IPA. Bat- so it's Juice Wolves Batch 2, uh, 7% ABV. I gave it an 8 out of 10, and I paired it with the song Little Red Riding Hood by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. All of these, sir, go on the craft beer bucket list. All of these are beers you need to try before you die. Oh, I love that so much. Right? Solid I lineup. Do. Solid lineup. I, I want to talk a little bit more just sure. about the brewery itself. Yeah, dude. Hit it up. <clears throat> so a, a handful of things I loved. You know, and, and I don't want to just dwell on this. But one, the outdoor space was super cool. I really enjoyed that. At the, at the front of the brewery when you park and you walk in. Super cool little area. I, like the little gas, uh, little fire pits, if you will. And you go inside. Fan, very well laid out brewery i love the upstairs space which kind of reminded me of a cigar lounge just kind of like the feel and the lighting Uh, i'm not saying that they would turn that into a cigar lounge but it felt like one so i think you can go upstairs have a snack enjoy a couple of beers and just be in a cool space and i really liked the fishbowl style window on the ground floor where you can see out into the brew house yeah because I really love the seeing the stainless steel and just seeing how well things are laid out. And you can just kind of, because I'm not a brewer, right? That was your thing. I'm just a guy that really enjoys local beer. So it speaks to you on a different level than me. But just okay. the, the, the planning that goes into it and seeing the construction and just knowing that somebody thought about it and somebody had to put it together. And to see, like, that's where the beer I'm drinking literally right now is made. And it's just on the other side of this glass. It wasn't shipped in. There wasn't anything else. It was made right there. And I think that is effing cool. Right. Uh, I really enjoy that. And the fact that you can just sit down and have a beer and see that right, uh, is awesome. That really speaks to me. And if I'm rambling on, honestly, Mike, I'm starting to catch a buzz because I killed all three of these beers in a short amount of time. Uh, well, well after I had dinner, so nothing to help soak it up. So I'm like, woo, party race coming out. Um, no, no, I think, you know, I think you're right. You know, like, uh, beyond the hospitality is they've got a cool spot and it's, it's pretty close to a couple other breweries right down, right down that same area of Oklahoma city. And, and so they've created a cool spot. They've created a, a cool vibe atmosphere, whatever you want to call it. So I think all that translates into to whatever the brewery is. So, you know, what is the brewery? And, you know, it, it takes a little bit to define that. It takes a little bit to build and mold that. But I think they're well on their way to having something really special. I do, I do too, man. And Mike, if we have time, I'm, even if we don't, I got to give another little free plug, a little shout out. Sure. We met somebody else super cool while we are at the brewery, and I wish I could remember his name, but he runs – callahan's chicago dogs oh yeah and it was a, a oh, little yeah. hot dog stand that was sure. outside when we visited the brewery and oh, I, yeah and oh, I that dude was, was so cool and i think he goes to a couple different spots right but uh um, oh sure dude that dude was super cool i mean and that's uh so it's callahan hot dogs or callahan chicago dogs i'm sorry 
Um, so it's a, it's a, just a hot dog cart and they, you know, he goes to different spots, but you can follow them. They're at Callahan's Chicago dogs on Instagram. Right. So it, I knew this guy was legit when I asked him, I said, Hey man, do you put ketchup on your hot dogs? And he gave me the most stern go to hell look. And that's exactly what I was looking for. Cause if you've never been to Chicago, you know that ketchup don't belong on your dog. Right. And so I'm like, all right, this is my dude. And I ordered a Chicago-style hot dog. It had the little sport peppers and the tomatoes and the neon relish and what you'd expect on a Chicago dog. And it was so good. So, so good. It's like being in the Windy City, but in Oklahoma City. Yeah, and, and his wife was there. She She's part of that operation. I remember I, – I, I'm not sure – I'm pretty sure she's the one that was kind of check this out. Like, you know, he's, he's making the dogs over there and she's taking the money and doing all that side of it. Yep. I remember that. Um, so it's a husband and wife duo. Um, and, and I follow him on Instagram. And so it's neat to see his business kind of blossom and the things he's doing. Um, the only downfall dude is he's a hockey fan. <laughs> I just, I'm just giving him a hard time. I, I don't, I, I, you know, just cause I can't, you gotta, you gotta get them every now and then. But, oh um, sure, like he makes he makes incredible food, and and uh, you know he was there, and we 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 sat there and chatted him up for a little bit until uh, he got super busy, uh, you know. But super cool guy, man. I hope you know. I hope to go back and uh, have another dog soon. I do too, man. I'm looking forward to it. You, you know, you and I talked about having a guys' night because I took a couple of weeks of vacation off for the holidays. So I'm, it's more of a staycation because I just needed some time off to not have to go anywhere for work. And I'm yeah. just really enjoying my time here locally. So maybe uh, we need a dude's day in Oklahoma City. Go back right. to Skydance, get a Chicago dog, and just live our best life, Mike. Right. And uh, go hit up some breweries. I, we hit nine breweries in one day on International Stat Day, and I don't know if that can be replicated. That was a whirlwind tour of breweries. It was. And I don't, the thing is, I don't want to replicate that. That was a special day. I'm all for brewery hopping with you anytime, but it's going to be a different vibe just because it'll be you and me hanging out. There's no agenda like, you know, National Stout Day. It's just going to be like we're hanging out, enjoying some beers, and enjoying what Oklahoma City has to offer, talking to some brewery owners, and just really enjoying the culture. And that to me is equally as special, just on a different level. Right. Well, absolutely. No, I'm all for it. Let's do a dude. I call it a dude's day, a guy's night, or uh, you know, mancation, whatever you want to call it. We have all kinds of different whatever. names, right? Um, but we'll go back to Oklahoma City. We'll 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 paint the town. Is that still a saying that people use? Only for us old fogies, but hell yeah, right. yeah, we'll do it. We'll paint the town. Paint we'll the be town. real. We'll keep it real. Keep it realer. So all right. real. Yeah, so we got to get out of here. Uh, you know what? Yes. Uh, finally, uh, Jake and Bobby from uh, Skydance, thank you so much. You can check them out at Skydance Brewing on the different social medias or skydancebrewing.com. Um, I encourage everybody to do it. Ray, take us out, sir. Yes, indeed. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in and hanging out with us through another calendar year. Mike, thank you as well. You know I love you like a brother, man. We've been besties over 20 years, so thank you as well, man. We have so much fun together whether it's remotely through the podcast or hanging out in person, following COVID protocols, doing what we can to stay safe and keep everyone else safe around us. But really, again, thank you to Skydance. Bobby and Jake are just awesome people who are so welcoming. So again, another huge shout out to them. But you, the listeners, 
thank you, all of you. I encourage you to safely pull over if you're driving, if you're at work listening to us at your station, go just wherever you're at, stand up, sit down, give yourself a round of applause because we love you and we want to congratulate you, but also we want you to congratulate yourself. And just, I, I know I say this all the time and I'm buzzing, so forgive me if I'm rambling, but I just love you guys. I love all of you equally in my own weird big Ray way. And I think you love us too because you listen week after week. You give us those five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. You give us those awesome reviews, and we love all of those. If you're tuning in on iHeartRadio, we love y'all as well. And we've been there for months at this point, but still, it's the latest platform that we started broadcasting on. So thank you guys there. I hope you all have a fantastic holiday season. I wish you the bestest New Year's ever. We're just going to walk into 2022 with no expectations because we tried that the last two years and just got <laughs> mad, hand slapped by life. Right. It's new reality. So but let's go and do our best to kick some ass in 2022 and keep enjoying craft beer in the community. And please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch you all on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket. Adios. Later. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.